Welcome back to the Foreign Desk Podcast. I'm Lisa Daftari. As you know, here we have a foreign policy show. Uh, but this week, we're going to focus on something maybe a bit different, um, maybe even more important, an urgent, urgent crisis that we have here at home. Maybe it's not so off topic. Maybe you can call it a matter of national security. Um, we're going to talk about our schools. We're going to talk about indoctrination of our children. Um, more specifically, what are they teaching uh, our children at school to fit their emotionally driven their, and their specific political agendas? Over and over again, we've heard complaints from parents across America, um, even more so recently. Uh, but this week, this week, wow, we saw quite, quite an outpour um, of support, uh, of encouragement for one brave, brave mother, Tatiana Ibrahim, from upstate New York. Um, she's from Carmel, New York. That's in Putnam County, about an hour outside Manhattan, for those who need the reference. Brave, clear thinking, angry and fed up. She's just a mother who took on the school board uh, and she let them have it. I would have loved to show this clip in its entirety and I urge you all to watch it all in its entirety. It's about 11 minutes and it's up on our website, foreigndesknews.com. You can see it there. Uh, it's just too good. But uh, for now, we've spliced up some of the highlights and uh, I'd like you to take a look. Good evening. My name is Tatiana Ibrahim, and I'm here for the first time. I'm here tonight not only as a community member, but as a parent in this district. Recently, you sent out a survey wanting to know why parents were not voting yes for this budget. So my, my situation, my vote for no is a little different. I think the Board of Education and those sitting on the panels are thieves. I think they're liars and have committed treason against our children. My message to this district and the members of the Board of Ed, stop indoctrinating our children. Stop teaching our children to hate the police. Stop teaching our children that if they don't agree with the LGBT community, that they're homophobic. You have no idea each child's life. You don't know what their family lifestyle consists of. You don't know the makeup of their, of, of their life. You have children like mine who is Muslim and I'm Christian and everyone would think they would never believe that of her, right? Because the way she looks, or according to Miss Cyrus, she's too pasty white. Ma'am, ma'am, excuse me. We're, we're not allowed to use names. If you have something you'd like to discuss about a specific person, you can call the superintendent or leave your info for her to call you tomorrow. Why are we not allowed to discuss names? Why am I not allowed when they purposely themselves expose themselves on social media talking about calling for the death of a former president? or saying that any child that doesn't believe in Black Lives Matter should be canceled out. Is this what my tax dollars is paying for? You're teaching my children and other children that if they believe in God Almighty, they're part of a cult. These educators put their own names out there. We have Mr. Barry, who took it upon himself with Miss Cyrus to create a curriculum. That should be it. 
Do you want the proof? I have the proof. You created a curriculum of Black Panther indoctrination. Ma'am. You use taxpayers' dollars. Can I ask you one more time? I, I, I have no issue hearing what you have to say. But why, are, why can we not let the public speak? Why can't we let the public know that you're teaching our children to go out and murder our police officers? Do you want the proof? I have the proof. Is that what scares you? The proof that a parent actually standing up against all of you? Is that what scares you to call out the names of these people? You work for me. I don't work for you. You have a duty. We are entrusting our children to you. We teach our children morals, values, when they grow up to commit crimes and end up in prison and kill a police officer. It's our fault? No, it's your fault. You're emotionally abusing our children and mentally abusing them. You're demoralizing them by teaching them communist values. This is still America, ma'am. And as long as I'm standing here on this good ground earth of God, I will fight. Who makes up the majority of this district? children from police officers families blues back the blue children do you know what these children feel like when they come home have you spoken to them no you're silencing them this whole cancel culture you're silencing the children where are their rights they have no rights because if they don't believe in the indoctrination the demonic twisted sneaky vile Acts and, 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 and education, if you call it that, that you're teaching our children, they don't agree with that. They're either homophobic, they're part of a cult, they, 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 they're racist. What, what's, what's racist? Who defines racist? Why? Because I'm, do you know what race I am? Do you? You don't. You don't even have a, a, an idea. I could be black, I could be white, I could be Asian, you don't know. Who are you to determine that? Who is anyone to determine that? You know what? Children in the school system, children like other children, they don't look at color. Black and, black and white children, Hispanic children, you know why they get along? Because they don't look at each other's color. So you're the racist, not them. Black Panthers, do you know Black Panthers is a domestic terrorist group? Do you know that it was, it was, it was condemned as a, as a terrorist group? Do you know they kill cops? I have a problem when you're trying to kill a police officer. I have a big problem with that. I have a problem when teachers are passing out flyers, recruiting children to go to, to the courthouse, to protest Black Lives Matters, when you have people sitting with, with, with signs that says all cops are bastards. Really? All cops are bastards? No, I think you people are because the way you're acting yeah. and the way you're treating our children and our police officers yeah. and making them believe that it's okay to abuse them, I'll be damned if I'm going to sit here and yeah. let you do that. I want everyone to know what's going on because you're hiding it. You're hiding it. You know who does that? Communists do that. That's what you're doing. Recruiting children. Children. You're recruiting children to hate our police officers. How dare you? You have a librarian in the high school passing out Black Lives Matter pins. When a student asks for a blue live, why would I have that? Why would she have that? You want to silence me because I spoke the truth. I spoke the truth. Everyone out there heard me. Whether they agree or they don't, they're going to start looking into it. And now you're, go now you're exposed. That's all. It's going to end. This indoctrination and hatred towards our police officers, this systematic racism and cancel culture, is going to end. You came to the wrong school district to do this, okay? You need to respect every child.
So therefore, no politics should be discussed in school. Rather, whether it be conservatism, democratic, liberalism. You gave a, 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 a survey after the elections. Why? Why did you ask students who they voted for? What did it matter? No answer, huh? You have no answers for me. I, I didn't expect an answer. Wow. Just wow. Um, I know we're all hanging on to every word. Um, well, I want to bring Tatiana in, give her a well, warm welcome to our show. Uh, Tatiana, thank you for being here with us. I know you're, you're busy getting a lot of media as you should be. Um, and, uh, I'm sure it's been a crazy, crazy week for you. It has, but um, very much so worth it. It's it's every ounce of it's worth it. Mm-hmm. I, I wanna I want you to walk through this with me um, sure. because this is amazing, and I know a lot of people. This resonates with so many people. That's why it has gone viral the way that it has. Um, just for for background, this was this took place last Tuesday, June first. It was at the Carmel um, Central School District uh, School Board meeting, and it took yes. place at the high school library. Um, so you just showed up, and I, I loved when I reached out to you. I'm like, what you know, what's your position or what's your role in all this? You're like. I'm not on any committee or anything. I'm just a regular pissed off mom who decided to go and give them a piece of my mind. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Well well done. Um, People are thinking how articulate and how rich all of this is, how you included so many different things that are on people's minds. Um, But I think the the question that came to my mind first was, you know, this stuff doesn't sprout up overnight, right? You didn't just, you're fueled, right? You are just to the rim. Uh, pissed off, you know, when did you start seeing signs and instances in your children's education that made you uh, concerned about what's going on? So we are, my family in particular, we are a family of diversity of religion, culture, ethnicities. Um, and, you know, we we all come from different parts. And uh, my, my daughter started coming home questioning this when mostly when Black Lives Matter, those rallies and, pro- and riots occurred. Um, she started asking me, you know, I don't understand why, why are police killing people? Why are they killing blacks? So you have two, I just want for, for people to understand your background. So your, your, your daughter that you're speaking of is 14 years old. Is that correct? She's 15. Yes. 15. Sorry. So you have a 15 year old and you have a 24 year old. So you're speaking about the 15 year old in this instance. Okay. So she's 15. She's not understanding what's going on. No, she's not understanding. You know, my, I have family members, my father in particular, that is a retired police officer. Um, You know, she looks up to him, uh, her role model. She loves him and he's her savior. And she couldn't understand. She couldn't understand why people were telling her that, you know, whites are racist and blacks hate whites and whites hate blacks and Spanish are hated and uh, Middle Easterns are hated and we can't talk to a Muslim. We can't talk to a Christian. She was getting all these mixed signals. And I says, whoa, you know, hold on. I don't know where you're getting this from. I don't know who's teaching you this, but you and I know this is not true. Yeah, but I can't say anything because if I do, then the teachers are going to fail me. I says, why do you feel that? And she was becoming very withdrawn. You know, um, they had a lot of online class during COVID. So it was already the fact that they weren't able to communicate, but they were also getting this indoctrination. A lot of teachers took advantage of it. They were teaching it. So, you know, they were smearing it and, um, she was really, it was really affecting her. And I says, I need to look into this. And I started and 
it, it's bad. It's very bad what's going on out there. Very you know, bad. When you say you started looking into this, I mean, what are some of the examples? I know so many, I've seen so many petitions passed around and, you know, in, in everyone's different communities, they send out, you know, this school did this or this homework assignment came out and, you know, we get a Xerox of it, right? It's like, it's amazing what's on there. It's it's mind boggling that, that teachers would get away with this. I mean, what are some of the instances that you saw that, you know, really push you to, to, to do what you did? So we had um, one teacher, she was a seventh grade teacher um, because I started looking into her friend's uh, younger siblings education in the middle school and they were pushing um teachers on social media talking about uh death to a former to former president trump um you know and the teacher admitting that she needed to bring this into the classroom we have tweets we have tweets we have all proof you know another one um holding signs in front of the courthouse with students that have signs that says all cops are bastards uh, my black students' lives matter. So white students don't matter. Hispanic students don't matter. Asian, Middle Eastern, their lives don't matter. That's equality. No, that's racism. And that's communism. And that's what Hitler did. And many of these people, and including in our community, they ran away from communism and Marxism. You know, they sit here, they cry and say, we're oppressed. Really, in one of the greatest, in the greatest country in the world, they don't know what oppression is. They don't know till this day women are being murdered for showing their hair. Men are being murdered for having a different sexual preference. You're in the greatest country in the world. You, you don't get killed for, for loving who you love or for being with, you know, who you want to be with. Right. And they're, yeah. And that's what they're teaching our children. Right. You know, it's always, it's always, and I've had this conversation before on, on this show and it, it always, for some reason, you know, it seems like it's done by the establishment to protect minorities, but yet it's minorities and, and immigrants like you and I, or, you know, children of immigrants, I should say, like you and I yes. who understand the value of this country and understand what our, you know, parents and grandparents and ancestors had to go through to get here or what countries we come from. My my family comes from Iran, where, like you said, can I I know that I couldn't go on air and dress this way and show my yes. hair as freely as I do with you. Um, you know, you get to the point where you think to yourself, you know, you know, where is this going? You know, you said during COVID, a lot of this came out, right? Um, mm -hmm. So teachers had this one-way communication. So they were really just indoctrinating because it's one way. They're basically uh, lecturing and, and, and hoping to fill the minds of students with their own stuff. The second thing that obviously took place this year is the, the George Floyd protests and everything else that propelled a lot of this. So now when kids are going back to school, you know, what's going to happen? Are they going to continue taking advantage of it or is it going to become secret again? Because not every child like your daughter comes home and starts discussing this stuff with their parents. Right. It stops there. It stops, you know, when it enters their minds. I mean, what's the fear that when schools open up, what's going to happen? Or do we look at it and say, well, they feel like they've got their social justice movements to a certain point and they're going to back off a bit? Or do you think they're going to double down on it? Well, so just to go back to a point you just made that a lot of children don't come home and speak to their parents. Again, that results, that occurs because the teachers are teaching our children, oh, mom and dad doesn't understand or mom doesn't understand you because mom, mom and dad may not accept or may not understand in the moment 
what is going on. Now you take, you know, my husband comes from, uh, from Albania, right? He's Albanian. So former Yugoslavia, Kosovo, very uh, strict family, very different values and morals, you know, Islamic uh, traditions and, and beliefs. You understand? So he's immigrated here. He ran from communism and war. And, you know, just because my husband and I may have different morals, it doesn't mean we're condemning you. We're trying to understand, but the teachers are not telling children that. What they're telling them is that, well, mom and dad doesn't agree, so they're a racist or they're homophobic or they're, the teacher's not saying, you know, maybe your family has a different culture, a different ethnicity. They come from different countries. You know, Iran is one of them that's very tough, you know, beautiful country, but it's not, it's, it's different moral beliefs and ethnicity, you know, you, you know what? You just touched upon something even more dangerous, and I, I just thought of this now as you're speaking, and it gave me goosebumps. What they're teaching them doesn't even specifically have to be about Black Lives Matters or cop killing uh, because that's today's topic. What they're teaching right. them is to not listen to your parents. So all that's the way correct. up to college, they own their minds so that they're they're going to be indoctrinated all the way through. So today's one topic. It's all about their political and social agenda. That's correct. And that's what they're doing. They're giving them books in, in, in these books. Not only are they teaching them to kill police and that they're glorifying a cop killing domestic terrorist group. They're also teaching girls that it's OK to go and have children. Perhaps parents believe in let's wait till we're married and have children or teaching girls to have children. And if you can't raise your children, it's OK to throw them off. So the nuclear family unit is being destroyed because they don't like it and they're poisoning their minds. And I'm not going to tolerate that because we have certain beliefs and values, but we also respect the different values and beliefs. We don't have to agree, but you have to respect and just keep it going. But they don't do that. They want to poison that. And that's where communism comes in. They have this Marxist ideologies. You know, and and it's it's very bad. And if we as parents don't stop it, it we, we're we are looking at a complete dis destructive society that's about to happen. We will lose everything that we've worked so hard for. No, this is it's it's really it's serious. It's very yeah. serious. Um, yeah. I want to go back to the meeting for a minute, and I want to. And we'll get back to what other parents can do because I think that you're you're definitely serving as a as a role model in in so many ways for so many parents who are sitting there nodding their heads and you know what what were you, was going through your mind and how did you feel before you went in there were you scared were you fearful of any retaliation towards your daughter um, you know what was what was the mood like for you? Well, I'll be honest. If um, my first thought was, if this is life and death. If I don't do something, I'm going to lose my daughter, you know, um, and I haven't shared this, but, you know, um, it, it's, it's, it's very petrifies, petrifying and very detrimental to lose a child. And when you look in your child's eyes as a parent and you see that there's so much, they, they depend on you, they need you, you know, and they're just looking for the right direction in life and to see this evilness, Satan to come in and try to take your child from you, oh, you're going to fight. You're going to fight with all your might. And that's all I thought about was, I'm going to lose my daughter if I don't stop this. Parents are going to lose their children 
if we don't stop this and then what what could happen they're going to end up god forbid so bad in life that they end up in jail or they end up passing you don't want that you don't want that no parent wants to lose a child you know so it's it's a life and death and that's all i thought about i have to do this i have to save my daughter you know and 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 hopefully other parents that obviously there was nobody in the room um well yeah that was understand. my next question what what I, that was seriously I, as i was watching i was like wait a minute you know everybody i know <laughs> i mean probably associate with like minded people would be like hell yeah this right. this woman i mean look you don't regardless of political affiliation that's right nobody right. wants their child instilled with fear or hatred in a place where they should be made safe and told that you know that that you work through things with tolerance and respect and you know instead they're instilling them with this fear and guilt um, for their skin color and for their religion i mean why wasn't there more support in the room why well, were, were they fearful or are they not in agreement they i guess i i don't know i mean bore this i think the first time i've ever seen um the meeting so packed was the one we just had this tuesday um and it was I can't even tell you must have been over 300 of parents of all different religion ethnicity uh beliefs not even politics coming together the school tried to silence us they tried to keep me out but I'm in my way in but you know um, I don't know I <laughs> I don't know I don't know why that was mind boggling like if you love your child which I'm sure they did why are you standing up. But you know what? It's okay. We're here now, right? We're here now and people are standing up. I'm seeing more people, more fighting, more, you know, with that 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 determination. So so that's good. We're not going to go back. We're going to go forward now. We're going to we're going to make that change and we're going to stop this. Oh, we're so going to stop this. I'm so excited. <laughs> no, I I'm with you. I'm with you. We're going to yeah. I I honestly I am so happy that you did this. Thank A you. B, I'm so grateful that you decided to come on this yeah. show because I'm so happy to be here with you. You, Thank you. you you need to be I mean you are, but you need to have a platform and you need to have your voice heard because I know that there are, I mean the reaction when I posted your video was tremendous um uh, from people who, you know, are in large cities especially. I know you're outside New York but you know we're in Los Angeles a lot of friends in Manhattan i mean this is obviously the, much worse in in those larger cities where you know these these things that you talked about like critical race theory like hating cops i mean these are 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 almost held as truths in a lot of these cities and in in that environment um so people feel you know alone um you know that's what it is yeah they I, feel alone they feel alone i mean what's your message to somebody who is is feeling the way you do but doesn't have you know maybe the speaking ability you're you're, you're a tremendous speaker that's a gift oh thank you you have that ability doesn't have perhaps the the courage um maybe is fearful of retaliation or maybe their kids i mean i don't know how your daughter felt but i'm sure a lot of kids are like mom don't embarrass me um i mean what's your what's your advice to all those people So my daughter is actually started the movement at school to end critical race theory. The slogan the slogan is you and me can end CRT. And they ordered those shirts and shirts that says you work for me because after I came out 
a lot of students started speaking up. They reached out to my daughter. They're like, oh my God, your mom said exactly what I felt. So she was very shocked. She, she says, oh my God, she didn't, she thought she was alone. So my, my message to parents are, you're not alone. There's so many of us. And the reason we feel alone is because nobody's speaking up because mm -hmm. of fear that we'll be retaliated or that mm -hmm. someone may not like us. You, it's your children. You love your child. You're mm -hmm. doing it for your child, for your for your friends' children, for your 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 neighbors, for for, for someone you don't haven't met yet. Their children. It's for our children. Who greater than what? What is greater gift in this world from God? Our children. Those are the that, that's our gift. We were we're so blessed to have them. You're not. You would do anything for them. Right. So you're not alone. Stand up, find a friend, reach out to me, reach out to you. We can make this happen. We can definitely make this happen because and, we are one. And, and maybe that's why the, the, the initial meeting last Tuesday was in a room full of people who didn't agree or, or didn't speak up is because people who agree with you um, take, take the back seat and think to themselves, well, we, can't, we can't change them. Meaning they feel like they're powerless, right? We can't change the media. We can't change, you know, um, the, the celebrities on Instagram that are teaching children and on TikTok and Instagram about his, rewriting history and rewriting, you know, our social code. Um, we, we, we feel like we, we can't, I mean, that's just such a powerful force that we can't combat that, right? I mean, that's maybe the feeling of a lot of these parents is like, it's an uphill battle. But it's a battle worth fighting and you will win in the end. It's, it's for, as long as we always remember, we're not doing this for us, right? We've lived our life. We went to school. We're adults. So if somebody calls us a name, it's okay. We go on. But it's for our children. And not everyone in life is going to agree with everything we say, right? No one's going to agree with it. And yes, you're going to get name calling and, and I get name calls. They, they leave me death threats. My God. You know? But, but it's okay. It's okay. Because I'm protected by God. I believe in God. And I have a lot of faith in, in, in our nation, in our world, because it's not just in America. It's probably all over the world that they're feeling some sort of struggle, whether it be indoctrination, whether it be communism, whether it be that they're oppressed. It's a struggle, and, and I feel that we definitely can achieve this, especially in our countries. You know, our children are our future, so Absolutely. we have to save them. I'm, I'm, and I'm sorry about the death threats. I mean, I'm not surprised, but I am sorry that you're experiencing that. Did anyone yeah. from the school board reach out to you to try to engage in, in dialogue? I mean, the, the offer was made when they were trying to silence you. I don't I didn't show you know enough of that back and right. forth. They tried to silence you and cancel you, as you said. That was perfect. They tried to cancel you so many times during your talk, and you didn't let them. And that was beautiful. How you you, you really stood up to to have your time and have the floor. Yeah. Um, but did anybody try to to fix this in 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 a more you know in in a way that they could sit down and have dialogue? So after the meeting, um, I had hand, I went over to the superintendent and assistant superintendent. I handed them the papers that I had the proof. I wanted them to what have. Were, what were those papers? I saw you um, airing yeah, the evidence. Those papers were all the tweets and the um, everything that we found um, on Twitter and their Facebook pages, all public information, mm -hmm. um, admitting 
to purchasing books and waiting to get them into our children, um, admitting the uh, what they have been showing their children, the, the, our children um, about uh, a former President Trump, all these things. It was all um, it was all uh, confessions of what they were doing. And um, some pictures, a lot of, you know, we have pictures, too, of teachers standing there with all cops are bastards. Um, My black children, students, lives matter. You know, that's not unity. That's not. So, um, but they said they were going to call me and if they were going to make a a schedule meeting, that was what, a week, two weeks ago. I haven't heard anything, Mm -hmm. but I wasn't expecting it. So it was one of those, don't call us, we'll call you. That's what, that's basically what it was. Did you get the feeling from the superintendent? Because I kind of got this in, in, in some of your talks is that the teachers are taking it upon themselves to do whatever they want. And the superintendent, the assistant superintendent are basically washing their hands of it, or they really and honestly have no clue what's going on in the classroom. So our superintendent, um, she is very new. So I'm not my, 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 dissatisfaction is not more towards her. Um, the assistant superintendent is actually very much on board with creating critical race theory. She wants that. She pushes for that. Um, she, we've had some parents that have had conversations with her and she's came out and said it. There's nothing wrong with the black Panthers. So I, my, my, our superintendent, I feel has a lot of cleaning up to do. Unfortunately, the Board of Education makes the decisions. So the superintendent really has no say. Our problem is those people sitting on the panels, those very nasty, inconsiderate, lying communist thieves are the ones that are unfortunately making the decisions. Now we have one coming in. Um, she'll be sworn in. Very bad. Evil. Evil. She is. She is a very radical pushing for this agenda. And if people don't wake up, I'm going to keep fighting. I'll take it all the way to Congress if they, if I can. I'll take it to the Supreme, whatever it takes. I'm going, I'm not stopping. This is just the beginning. Good for you. Um, and, 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 and here you are. I mean, when you say that you've, you've, you've already, um, you know, you, you're, you've already walked the walk and um, whether well, I think it's I shouldn't say whether you like it or not. It seems like you're doing a fantastic job at that. at really um, owning this. You you are the face of this now. And, uh, you know, it's I think a lot of people are looking to you and saying, what next? I mean, if you have all these people marching behind you, which is wonderful. And I actually took a look on your Twitter page. I encourage everyone to follow Tatiana on Twitter and see what she's up to. So that we can support you in in whatever way that we can. But um, to watch that second meeting, meaning that that first meeting was June 1st and this second one was June 8th, I guess I'm adding seven. Mm -hmm. They say don't do math out loud, but okay. (laughs) Last Tuesday, this, this past Tuesday was another meeting where like you said, the people who thought that they were powerless said, we're going to stand behind her. Um, some of that footage is on your Twitter account and it's beautiful. T-shirts were made and they're wearing them. And um, what next? T-shirts and, and things are wonderful. But other than bugging um, them at the school board meetings, what's next? We're going to uh, one by one, we're going to go. We're going to start going one by one. You know, when you take them chess, the chess, mm-hmm. you play chess. One by one, one by one. We need to drain 
the Board of Education. We got to clean it up. And if we don't clean it up, it's, it's never going to be changed. We've got to clean it up. And in order to do that, just stay faithful, stay honest, stay factual, and we'll get it done. So what can, I mean, more specifically, okay, so you have, I have people, I mean, emailing me all the time here in Los Angeles, my friends in New York saying, what should I do? Just, they, you know, friend to friend, they're asking me what, what they believe they can do as, as a parent. Um, I had one friend who, um, you know, had, the, uh, you know, ta not toddlers, I guess they're four or five years old, so it's preschool at that age. Um, they're teaching them BLM by having everyone in the class stand up and show their wrist color. Um, and they're taking a tally on the board. And it reminded me when you said, you know, kids don't see color, you're forcing them to see color. You're, you're turning them into racist because the first thing they see now when they see somebody is their skin color. Um, you know, things like this. I mean, what specifically do you think parents can do when they have a, an issue like this. I know a couple of weeks ago when you had the um, the the conflict in between Israel and the Palestinians, it turned into you know open anti-Semitism in the classroom. I saw a lot of those examples coming out. I saw people emailing me their children's homework. I mean, it's amazing. These these first and foremost, these teachers need a lesson in history. Um, and secondly, they 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 ought to you know check them. I mean, who? My question is, what can parents more specifically do when something like this arises and who holds the power as to you know what's going on in the classroom will it be the board of ed or is it just the teachers need to check themselves so it's supposed to start with the administrators the principals they're supposed to be monitoring these teachers these teachers um the, the teachers union is a very powerful corrupted union um we know it comes from the higher up elites they're the ones that are running this um, there's a lot of perversion inside the Board of Education. There's a lot of corruption. Um, what you need to do is <clears throat> you're going to go to the principal. You're going to talk to the principal. The principal's going to tell you, yeah, 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 I'll take care of I'll take care. They're just kind of blowing you off, trying to stay silent. Mm -hmm. You're going to go back and forth with emails. Now, go to the Board of Education. Make that noise. Take it, get your friend, ask your friend, how do you feel? Start talking to people and tell them, listen, you know, take that, you have to take that chance. Listen, I don't agree with what's going on. How do you feel? Oh, I'm so glad you said you will be so surprised, but you gotta stand together. Go to the Board of Education. The Board of Education is gonna brush you off. They're not gonna listen. You gotta make noise. Start getting those signatures, get those petitions, have them removed. You can have them removed. And then you have another election to reelect the Board of Ed members. There's a process. It can be done. You have to stick together, and but you just have to keep going. If you're going to allow them to control you and tell you what to do, remember, they work for you. They say they don't get paid. Don't listen to that. They're stashing something in those pockets and they work for you. You need to make your voice heard. Rally up with, there's so many people around the United States right now, groups, reach out to different mothers, rally up with them, talk to them. You know, maybe there's mothers that can come to your state and fight with you or stand by you. That's a powerful moment. You know, um, go to, I had a mother reach out to me, um, She's actually in, in the county over from me um, in Dutchess County. The Arlington High School is having a major issue. But the worst part is you have black and white children 
literally beating each other to the pulp every single day. The videos are out there. And she says, please help me. I will stand with you. I will fight with you. I will do everything. Get together. There, there's a lot of us, I'm telling you. And again, it has nothing to do with politics. Because if you love your child and you care, you're going to do this regardless, you know? So how can people help you? I guess, you know, I know you'll be busy every Tuesday night at your meetings, right? So that's what's in your future, Tuesday night yeah. meetings. Um, so you're going to keep at it. Um, yes. How can people follow your next moves? How can people support this? And how can people join you in this endeavor? So they just need to get up and speak. If you don't want to speak, just stand with me. Let's just stand with us as, a, as you, you, will, you will succeed so much if you stand in unity together and in large groups. Attend the board meetings. Voice your opinion. Tell them. Do not let them silence you because that's what they tried to do this last Tuesday. They tried to silence us by keeping people out, which they were not legally allowed to do either. They were keeping people outside. And as taxpayers and parents, they have every right to come into the board and, and, and attend the meeting. Absolutely. You know? So just stand together, attend those meetings, become their worst nightmare. Yeah, you sound a little crazy, but a little crazy is not bad once in a while. You know, have to be on top of them. Yeah, yeah. fighting for your children. That's exactly I, right. I, well, more yeah. power to you, Tatiana. I encourage I you all to follow Tatiana on Instagram, oh, on Twitter. You. She has compelling, compelling um, information and videos on what she's up to. And if you're a mother, if you're not a mother, if you're a father, if you're just a concerned citizen about what's going on, this is the future of our country. And what Tatiana is, is fighting for, the minds and hearts of the future of this country. Uh, and they're not up for grabs. They're our children. They're, this is our community. And uh, we should fight for that. You know, I, I love that you documented their homework assignments and, and these teachers on social media because that's the evidence. That's what needs to be shown to say this is what they're putting out there and this is how they're indoctrinating our children. Literally, this is how they're doing it. We're Thank going you. to yeah, we're going to be posting it on Twitter and, and all the web pages soon. So stay tuned. I'll okay. the evidence out there. You got it. We will be echoing um, your work here at the Foreign Desk. We'll be supporting you in everything that you do. Thank you for fighting the good fight. More power to you. Um, and again, please, I encourage you to follow Tatiana Ibrahim on Twitter, on Instagram, and uh, follow her work. And uh, you should. See, I know you serve as a, as a, a very, very important pioneer and role model for so many people in this arena. Thank you for all that you do. And to everyone uh, who's watching, if you'd like to subscribe to our weekly podcast, go to youtube.com slash Lisa Daftari. And to subscribe to our daily top 10 email, you can go to foreigndesknews.com. We'll see you all next week.